We get it. You're busy. You don't have time to waste on the mainstream media. That's why Salem News Channel is here. We have hosts worth watching, actually discussing the topics that matter. Andrew Wilkow, Dinesh D'Souza, Brandon Tatum, and more. Open debate and free speech you won't find anywhere else. We're not like the other guys. We're Salem News Channel. Watch anytime on any screen for free 24-7 at snc.tv. And on Local Now, Channel 525. As we look at our final road sign for this season, I share with you the focus being Matthew 28, the Easter account as it is written there. After the Sabbath at dawn on the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went to look at the tomb. And there was a violent earthquake, for the angel of the Lord came down from heaven and going to the tomb, rolled back the stone and sat on it. His appearance was like lightning, and his clothes were white as snow. The guards were so afraid of him that they shook and became like dead men. The angel said to the women, Do not be afraid, for I know that you are looking for Jesus who was crucified. He is not here. He has risen, just as he said. Come and see the place where he lay. Then go quickly and tell his disciples He has risen from the dead and is going ahead of you into Galilee. There you will see him. Now I have told you. So the women hurried away from the tomb, afraid yet filled with joy, and ran to tell his disciples. And suddenly Jesus met them. Greetings, he said. They came to him, clasped his feet, and worshipped him. And then Jesus said to them, Do not be afraid. Go and tell my brothers to go to Galilee. There they will see me. Dear friends in Christ, when you see the, the signs along the road of road work ahead and construction zone, you know, it's time to slow down, right? To drive with caution. But also, it's often a time to be curious. What are those workers really doing there? Are they widening the new highway? Are they laying down new pipes? What's happening? And if you happen to drive there you know, day after day, you, you may also wonder when everything will be done and when will traffic return to normal. Is work finished? Well, you look at it and you say, no, not yet. On Good Friday, daylight turned to darkness. Jesus' work on the cross was done. He paid the debt for our sin. He suffered the penalty that we deserved. He said, it is finished. And he bowed his head and died. And the earth shook. The graves were opened. And the temple curtain, Jerusalem, torn in two. Jesus' work was done. But his friends and his followers took up the necessary work that still remained on that sad and terrible day. Joseph of Arimathea asked for permission to have that body of Jesus. And with the help of Nicodemus, the Lord's body was prepared for burial and it was placed in Joseph's own new tomb. A heavy stone was rolled in front of the entrance. Is the work finished? No, not yet. The women who followed Jesus, they thought that there was still work to be done. Jesus' body had been buried quickly, and so after the Sabbath day of rest passing, 
the women would go to that tomb and carry the spices to finish anointing the body of our Lord. And speaking of work, the women wondered, who is going to roll away that stone? Who's going to roll it away from the door of the tomb? How would they be able to enter that tomb and do the work that they had to do? But on the dawn of that Sunday morning, they weren't the only ones who arrived at the tomb ready to do work. With that shattering earthquake, an angel comes down from heaven and rolls back the stone. And after the heavy lifting is done, he sits on that stone. And he invites the frightened women to look for themselves to see what happened. The tomb was empty. Jesus was alive. And the angel put the women to work. He said, come and see the place where he lay. And then go quickly and tell his disciples he has risen from the dead. Come see. Go tell. Talk about road work ahead. The women take off running. And as they run down the road, they meet Jesus on the way, the crucified one himself. He is real. He's alive. He's living. He's breathing in the flesh. And they fell down and worshipped him. And the risen Lord, too, had work for them to do. He says, go and tell my brothers. Come see. Go tell. Is the work finished? No, not yet. For 40 days after his resurrection, Jesus met with his followers. And over and over again, he showed them that he really was alive. He invited them to touch the scars of his crucifixion. He ate with them. And he taught them about the kingdom of God. And he gave them work to do, too. He said, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you. And you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. He proved to them that he was alive. And he also told them and sent them out to proclaim his death and resurrection. To talk about repentance and forgiveness in Jesus' name. And also to talk about that roadwork ahead to the ends of the earth. Come see. Go tell. Is the work finished? No, not yet. Our work is to reach out to those who have not heard or believed in the good news that Jesus is risen. The call to make disciples is for all Christians, not just pastors or other church leaders. Each and every one of us is challenged not only to be a disciple of Jesus Christ, but also to make disciples. Disciples are people who are on the same journey. We make disciples when we invite people to join us, as we follow Jesus, as we grow in our faith, and also as we strive to be his faithful servants. Disciples are lifelong learners. We make disciples when we invite people to join with us in learning more about God, about our world, about ourselves and the teachings of Jesus. And we also seek to be faithful in this great commission. And to make disciples 
And as we do so, we encounter a great challenge. We can lead and make disciples only as far as we have traveled with Jesus. This limits us, but it's also a catalyst for us to increase in our faith growth. Many people struggle with their purpose in life. This is not just the status of a teenager, of being a teen. Many career people question the purpose of their lives and whether or not they're on the correct path. Well, the Great Commission helps us at least partially in our purpose types of questions. Whatever our vocation is, whatever our daily walk in life is, we are called to let our light shine to bear witness to the gospel of Jesus Christ, and to make disciples for him. And we do that not just here, but to all nations. To give us the needed guidance, remember what the Apostle Paul wrote. He said, for what I received, I passed on to you as of first importance, that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures, that he was buried that he was raised on the third day according to the scriptures, and that he appeared to Peter, and then to the twelve. And after that, he appeared to more than 500 of the brothers and sisters at the same time. Today, we declare, Christ is risen. risen Hallelujah. That's what Easter is all about. Because Jesus is alive, our joys and our hope are real. We're redeemed, we're forgiven people in Christ. And now in that joy and hope, our risen Lord calls us to believe it and to act upon it. In our sermon text, the angel told the women to believe it, to believe that he has risen from the dead and is going ahead of you into Galilee, there you will see him. Here today, we see Christ. We see Christ, again, in the real presence of his body and blood, as they are in the form of the bread and wine. His body broken, his blood shed for the forgiveness of our sins in the Lord's Supper. And he calls us further to believe that because of that promise of the empty tomb, we're going to see him one day, face to face, in all of his living glory. But in the light of that truth, he also calls us to act on it, and not just to believe it. The angel of Easter said, he is not here, he is risen. Come and see the place where he lay, and then go quickly and tell his disciples. Celebrating the empty tomb this morning is not just an intellectual type of acceptance of Christ's resurrection. We know that it's much more. Those who were the witnesses of Jesus on that day said, we cannot help but speak about what we have seen and learned. The love of Christ really compels us. It does so in a way that we share the joy of this good news with those who surround us in our everyday lives. The news that Jesus has reconciled us to himself. That's what the commission is that he's given us. To go and tell and make disciples. To bring people hope and healing 
and new life in that living Christ. And notice that the angel told the women to go quickly. And they went quickly. And so you and I need to get moving with joy in our hearts, as the women did. As Lutherans, it's not just, here we stand, but here we go. Here we go with the good news of the empty tomb to others. Jesus is alive. Death has been defeated. It can't separate us from God in time or in eternity. The curse of the law is sin, and the power of sin is death, as it was written in our reading. But those things are broken. Our sins are forgiven. In baptism, we were buried with him. His death became our death, so that we were raised with him to new life. That's the victory won by Christ for us. But the work isn't done yet. It still continues. The Apostle Paul describes the resurrection of Jesus Christ and the resurrection still to come for us on the last day when our risen Lord returns. And then Paul offers a few words of encouragement. He says, therefore, my dear brothers and sisters, stand firm. Let nothing move you. Always give yourselves fully to the work of the Lord because you know that your labor in the Lord is not in vain. Go to work, he says. And remember that your work is not done in vain. Your work has meaning and purpose. Why? Because Jesus is alive. Come to the empty tomb and see for yourselves. And now go and tell others about the forgiveness and life that the risen Lord brings. My friends, with your words, with your actions, be a witness. Be a witness to Jesus' death and his saving resurrection, his victorious triumph over all that Satan had put into this world. There's road work ahead. Come see. Go tell. Is the work finished? No, not yet. In Jesus' name, amen. And now may the peace of God, which surpasses all of our understanding, keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus, who is your Lord and Savior. Amen.